Audio visual from an Irish perspective. This is the All Things Techie Podcast. Hi guys, this is uh, Justin Dawson. This is episode 22 of the All Things Techie Podcast. And this is Sunday. It's Mother Sunday. It's Mother's Day here in Ireland. And uh, what a weird week it has been and it had this show was recorded on thursday the 19th uh with mark coxon joe way michelle larray ifat chandri uh chandri rather uh rob tim albright and jason ward and uh it was just before england went and closed all their schools It's been a weird week and it's only getting to now on Sunday that I've been able to actually get around to editing this program. And guys, I just have to say, no matter what, whether you're a Navy technician, non-techie person, just mind your mental health because uh, it's these programs, I've been complimented on it a lot by the AV community and hopefully it's stretching out to the non-AV community as well how we can help you. AV gives back. And uh, if you've even followed the hashtag AV gives back, you find out how AV professionals around the world are trying to help those who have never even done a virtual meeting before. You know, and we want to reach out to you. Or if you have any techie questions that us AV professionals find as a walk in the park, do get in contact with us during this COVID-19 pandemic. Remember to keep your social distance. It's so important. It was so hard today for a lot of people on Mothering Sunday. And just keep yourself busy. You know, I'm, a lot of people are trying to work from home and also mind children as well. And it's important just to take a break and chill out. And even over this weekend, a lot of the AV community came into a virtual pub. You might see some of the tweet- tweets up on my Twitter page, um, at Justin or Dawson. A lot of people just got on board and just went, we're not recording this, we just want to have a virtual pub because we can't meet up. And you know what, it's the first time we did that. Well, yeah, we meet up at trade shows and we network, but when networking, it's uh, this was like just chilling out virtually for about two hours um, on a global scale. And a couple of times people said, I don't understand the Irish anymore. Maybe I had a couple too many to drink. If you'd like to get in contact with the programme, if you'd like to give feedback on the programme, or if you'd like to get involved with future episodes, you can visit us at www.allthingstech.ie for All Things Techie. It's Justin Dawson. It's the All Things Techie podcast, episode 22. Enjoy. The All Things Techie Podcast is a product of the Extreme Media Network. For advertising and sponsorship opportunities, please visit www.extrememedia.ie. That's X-T-R-E-M-E, media.ie. What's happening for you, for you guys? Um, are you, you universities closed, is it? Uh, in, in my case, no, the university campus is still open, but they've, what they've done is tell the academic staff to teach remotely. Right. So um, what, that, what that turns into, God only knows. Well, yeah. uh, you know, uh, Robert, hey Joe, how are you? 
Joe, Joe's still getting set. I like your background there, Joe. Okay, here we go. This is going to start getting. Now we're getting going. Now we're getting. Kind of early for Mr. Mr. Way. Yeah, tell me about it. Ah, need a wash. Pop tarts are ready. Oh, oh good actually, Lord, dude, you have issues. <laughs> yeah, you're not. You're not the first to say that. Okay. Um, if I can find a candy corn pop tart, I'm buying it. Just so you know. Oh, you know that what? would be golden. Um, <laughs> um, just so you know, uh, Mr. Justin, I have staff meeting at eight o'clock. So. 29 minutes from now so okay. i'm just okay. making so a cam cameo and dropping okay. i'm gonna start off with joe and i want you to first of all explain one thing joe have mm -hmm. you got like two split personalities that you just actually talk to yourself on twitter with joe and joe's joe um <laughs> there there is one person on this call right now who has met the other side of it's joe's joe yep he will vouch for the fact it is not me it is not um, him Tim, is it you? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I am not nearly that talented. Let's just put it that way. Oh, okay, right. No, but like, you did come out with some crackers as well, Tim. You know, I'm, uh, is it Chris Nito? Maybe it's Chris. He's not that talented either. <laughs> Are we allowed to talk about Chris like that without him being here? Yes, yes, we are. Yes, yes, we yes, are. We are. <laughs> I, I will say, though, it, it is one of my staff, or two of my staff, technically, uh, two of my staff who enjoy, uh, for some reason, feeling that's how you can treat your boss. Um, okay. Um, well, you know, obviously, like... But I, I will give a shout out because they deserve it to uh, Lexi and Jimmy. So they, they have created a monster um, just for the entertainment of the AV industry. And uh, and to my demise, basically. Well, yeah. it, 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 if, 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 if it was promotion to get you your first AV award there, uh, so. they succeeded. It, it may or may not have been part of a marketing plan. Yeah. Um. You know, thankfully, I don't have um, a second alias, but like people always mix up my name. You know, especially when I was working in AV support. And you should call me Jason. That's a great reason to bring in Jason here. Hello, Jason. Hi, Good name. Strong name. Strong name. <laughs> Hi, Marks. <laughs> guys, okay, Jason, what is happening over in uh, England with you guys? Um, school's closing tomorrow, I believe, but some have already started closing. Have you got your kids at home at the moment? No, no. No, the government decisions to close them on Friday, schools have closed of their own accord when they ran out of staff via self-isolation. Um, and then some parents started homeschooling before that. Um, I'm just enjoying the peace and quiet before. Just calm before the storm. It is. Calm before the storm, exactly, yeah. Yeah, well, I, t I tell you what we've been doing the, today, you know, I, I have been working, I better just put out a disclaimer today to all my um, my <laughs> colleagues in UCD that I have actually been working, okay, but my wife decides to take um, an, an aerobics class, everyone with two meters apart, I, I, I'm telling you guys, like, I'm living on a street that has about 50 plus kids on it, and all the parents are keeping their children apart. 
you know, now inside the house, fine, but like these these children, it was like that they've seen daylight for the first time in like over a week, nearly. They're all out, they're all literally rubbing their eyes, you know, and then they, it, we, we actually drew in chalk two meters apart so they could do their little aerobics class. Um, but it went down great. And you know what? All the parents started joining in. Why? Because they wanted to get their kids out of the house. There was a bit of a break away from, you know, work remotely. Um, but it's good and it's bad. Like my sister had like her, my brother-in-law is working 12 hour shifts for our city council at the moment. And um, so he's not seeing his children. She has three children, one a, a toddler, the other two uh, a primary school age, and she has to make her utility room um, her office. And people are just being sent home, at least we the techie folk, people are just being sent home with computers, go, go on, connect that to your internet and figure it out. And figure it out. It's the disaster. <laughs> I like the person that set up their home office on an ironing board. I was like, oh, <laughs> that's great, man. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Necessity, the mother of invention. I, I, I'm telling you, there's going to be some great photos coming out from different places and hopefully on this podcast. And we'd probably have to start up a hashtag for this, like just see what people's offices are all about. Has anyone found any hashtags going on about this? I don't know the hashtag, but I've seen some because I saw a whole thread. I like the people that have those antique liquor cabinets. They're converting those into desks, um, which looks really pretty with all the booze right in front of you and then the laptop on in front. Now, I've, is it iPad or eFash? I, I always pronounce your name wrong. Oh, I respond to anything. It's a chat. So, um, welcome along. Thanks for like doing a total tweet storm on on this for this podcast. I like the fact that you you are also wearing E fat. E fat. Yeah. Who would name themselves I fat? That's hello. <laughs> I ugly. Nobody's going to do that, Justin. Come Michelle, on. I don't. I don't. I don't think she named herself though. That I, 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 <laughs> her parents would not do that to her. Although my family did nickname me Goober, which is still my family nickname. Nobody else's family is that mean. All of our family is that mean. <laughs> so, let, uh, I love the fact that you're wearing hoodies. Um, who started off all this hoodie trend? Like, all of, like... Graham. Oh, bloody Graham, yeah. Graham. He's such a troublemaker. Yeah, well, I, 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 I don't have any hoodies. I'm hearing feedback here. He's come into the line. Uh, no. I had to turn my AC down to 71 just so I could put on this hoodie. There we go. <laughs> hey. Oh, yeah. Nice. Now, Joe, um, we're going to come to you because you're, you have to head off very quickly. Um, how's things going in your university? Are you um, ready for this changes? Has, it, has the state become a lockdown yet? Um, we are technically in sort of a lockdown. It's more um, county to county, depending on how um, you know how strict they want to be. But the um, the state is uh, is gone to extreme measures. Our school itself is officially off for the year, uh, and on you know it's all online. We're all doing work from home, except for uh, my team. We're on rotation because we do have a good number of international students who can't leave. Oh. Uh, 
So therefore, we, we actually, my department oversees the help desk that um, checks out laptops and, um, and oversees the computer lab. So we've consolidated everything into one building. Um, it also has 20 classrooms. So if we want to socially distance people and they need to come on campus for the Wi-Fi, we could just open up one classroom for them to study in. So that's smart. Uh, yeah. So um, so it's kind of uh, it's closed, but yet not fully for my people. So we're all on rotation. It's Joe's. Joe is in the office today, so she may be enjoying. She, it's a she. We have a she. Right. Okay. We yes. can practice thing. <laughs> um, so may or may not be spending way too many t hours getting paid to roast me on the internet, but <laughs> let's keep Joe. It gives us so much fun. Let's keep the real Joe as long as we can. Meanwhile, like he can't look at Twitter and see what exactly is happening. I know my Twitter is blowing up, which means that there still haven't. St but she, she is. She did say that there is an emergency going on. Is the Starbucks open? <laughs> well, joking aside, like we, myself and my wife were talking about different things that are closing as we talk to neighbors at distance on the street, but our clothes shops are beginning to close. And when you start having a toddler who could grow out of his clothes and a, a young four month old, you start beginning to wonder about, oh crap, have we got enough clothes to keep go us going uh, for the next couple of months? Um, T-shirts. T-shirts, yeah. T-shirts, yeah. Actually, yeah, you know, I think no, like, your, like your T-shirts, Justin, I'm certain you have a Crestron and a Biamp and a, an, a, an old <laughs> AMX one somewhere. Just put them over them, put a put a belt around them, and you're good to go. Tim, I have none of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm Justin. sure there's, there's oh, going to be a lot of people who are, are waiting to share and recycle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, but I don't get enough to, to enough infocoms. And talking of infocom, that links in nicely with Las Vegas. Las Vegas is black, I hear. So, um. Is Infocom going to go ahead? Uh, the man in the know, Tim, probably knows the answer to this. <laughs> you think uh, he's going to break it? <laughs> as of right now, I mean, if I knew, I would tell you. Uh, as of right now, it is. Uh, that's the thing is, um, in, in my opinion, Infocom and Avixa, the folks that run it, they have until about four or five weeks out if you use the... Um, standard of NAB. And I would argue that NAB is a bigger show just from a... a, a mm -hmm. Point, right? Yeah, it's as big as NAB, I see. Yeah, NAB canceled four weeks out. All right, so so if that's the standard of the size, a show of that size, they canceled four weeks out. Um, now, some exhibitors um, are they ship things out a couple of weeks before that. So if they want to be nice to their exhibitors and, and conscious of that, they're, they're, it's going to be the end of April uh, is when they start shipping things out. So about six, eight, six, eight weeks. So you're looking at the end of April before, before if they're going to postpone it, that's when they would say. Okay. But they're, they're not being coy, Justin. This no, no. is all about negotiating um, with the convention center, right? They need leverage. And uh, I was, we were, uh, having a happy hour, a virtual happy hour the other day with a bunch of vipers. Uh, and uh, Kim Frank, who is with Geopath, they do the digital out of home uh, convention. She had to cancel theirs in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. And it, you know, it cost them about $600,000. And that's a 
dra dramatically smaller conference than something the size and scale of Infocom. So, and the hotel actually was trying to like negotiate with her, like, oh, it'll be fine. And she's like, well, you know, the governor said no more than 50 people. Well, that's just a recommendation. Like just kept going back and forth with her, did not want to give it up. So um, it's just about leverage. Until you bring up an interesting point, like at, at times I've been slated on Twitter of the past week saying England isn't doing enough, our nearest neighbour. Uh, Northern Ireland had their first death uh, this morning. Uh -huh. um, so, and there's the schools are all closing in Northern Ireland tomorrow. But there was actually one school after hearing that and, and there were some cases inside the school in Northern Ireland that they... Um, they still have to open today because they haven't made a judgment on whether they should close today or tomorrow. So this is this is where it's getting messy. Is it as messy in the States? Like, okay, President yes. has come out and said things, but is it down to each state to decide whether they want to go into lockdown? Yes, and that yes. is that's the, the wonders of, of having a federalized system, right? Yep. Is, and and, and I, I'm not going to get into a political issue, but... but that's what I like about it, right? It's, we're all kind of our own area, whether you're in Texas or, or California or Illinois, where I am, um, each state does it, right? Now, a lot of us, a lot of the states follow each other, right? Like, oh, that's, that's a good idea, that's a good idea. Ohio, I think, is the first state that did, that brought all the kids home from school. Uh, in Illinois, we did it on starting Tuesday was our first kids, our kids' first day. Uh, in addition, uh, California and Illinois and a bunch of others have closed uh, bars and restaurants uh, inside. You can't you can't dine in. You can carry out. Uh, you can do drive through, but you simply can't go into the, the restaurant and do it. So again, it, it's 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 federated. It's 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 you know it, it depends on the state you live in and honestly the region you live in. So it, so your kids are home at the moment. What have you got them doing now, Tim? Um, my son, my 11 year old actually is, is interested in audio editing. So he will, oh, this is, cool. this is my studio, right? This is, yeah. this is our office here, which is not in my home. My home's about two miles that way. Uh, so his first day of, of homeschooling, he came in the office with me about seven o'clock. He did his homework. Uh, and then he, he got on the, on the editing computer. Uh, and we were starting him out slowly, uh, with, you know, pieces of audio and saying, okay, make these fit together. Right. Uh, and he's doing that. Um, my daughter's TikToking because that's what thirteen-year-olds do. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't mind the Chinese government having like all of her personal information? It's You're gone. It's it's there. It's okay. You know. Right. <laughs> I I just have to keep a set of like spare headphones. These are my wife's headphones. They're not mine. Oh, uh, yeah. they're yours. Trust me. Any, yeah, anyone who goes and buys something pink always says it's my wife's. So <laughs> does she you know, know that that has? <laughs> yeah, but uh, as soon as Kieran comes into the into this room and like started starts pressing buttons as a two and a half year old, here you go, play with them, and they, they just run off and and play. But uh, yeah. but you know what, Justin? Though even answering your question as to what what's going. Oh, by the way, this is my team. He's uh, re repping my t my my wonderful rock star team. Um, I thought it was Halo. What? I so, thought it was your Halo. That that so that might be oh there we go there's there the, there's one person who's in who's the bane of my existence and there's <laughs> the other one who's the bane of my existence right there okay. all right so um, but here's the thing 
rather than saying chaos or whatever, let's just say it's fluid, mm. right? Because none of us really knew, like when we saw at our institution, how it just escalated so fast. Yeah. That by the time you would have a plan, something else would come either, you know, the president of the United States or the governor or the president of our institution or something else would happen or the city of LA. We, every time we thought we had a plan by the next morning, we were implementing a different plan. Yeah. So it's not that it was chaos. It's just could anyone have expected to take off this way, right? And that, that as situations change, therefore your plan, and then the situation changes to adjust to your plan. Um, so we've really taken the attitude that we have to be fluid, fast, fluid, and flexible, right? That's it, fast, fluid, and flexible. And stick to that. And that, you know, it's probably a much better way of thinking than we're in dire chaos, what's going on. You just have to adapt the situation as it's happening. Well, you told us in our last episode, Joe, that you're pretty much ready. Like you, you've done a massive Zoom calls and been able to yeah. prove that the technology is there. Rob, I'm going to come to you. Is the technology ready in your university? Well, it's it's been interesting. We've seen a nearly six thousand percent increase in team using the last one. Right. Wow. So it's, it's it's hugely risen just in in the last week. But yeah, we we're pretty much running running remote. So um, it's it's been a been an interesting learning curve for quite a lot of us to get get into quite quickly. But yeah, we're pretty much running. Now, at least you understand this little nugget of uh, GDPR and IT security. Um, are we going to be slammed with something from the GDPR police in a couple of months' time? Um, well, that really depends on whether or not you're doing any recordings uh, using things like Teams, um, because you need to commission the meetings in the right way. So, uh, potentially, uh, we're, we're quite lucky we've turned them off. Nice. And we're only allowing certain people to, to, to be able to do it. But yeah, you, you may face that at some point in the future. So you guys are all using Microsoft Teams. Like I, I read an article only this morning, I think, that uh, Microsoft Teams like literally overloaded Nini. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We we <laughs> we certainly had the. We might need to turn some features off. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I actually I have a, I have a question about that because we we use Teams here internally, but we we don't use it to record. I'm with Justin. We we use Zoom to record. Uh, Rob, what what was that what was that trouble system like, and how did you say okay, the, this is how we fix this? When suddenly everybody and their brother is trying to use it, um, we, that's, it's been really difficult. Um, we're, I'm working with my my colleagues from the Centre of Learning Learning and Teaching, and they look after the the education for the academic staff. So they they try and teach the academic staff how to use the thing properly as they go, but like lots of academics, they don't like being told how to do things. So yeah. it's, it's, it's difficult and we end up having to go and mop up the, the, the carnage that they leave behind. So far, the quote of the podcast episode is, um, some academics don't like to be told how to do things. We're going to hold on. <laughs> Mark joins us. Um, Hello, Mark. Um, are you uh, working from home? Are you, well, you're obviously working from home. Is your kids at home? Mark's still getting his audio correct. Well, I, I can follow you up with something. Uh, obviously, I, I live in Wales, but I work in England. Right. Uh, uh, and my kids are home, but the English... So those are different places? 
myself. So. <laughs> <laughs> you are no longer in Wait a minute. Don't, don't you all just live in London? It doesn't cost any more, though, does it? <laughs> Can somebody strip Joe's Lord title away from him? <laughs> yeah, well, so it's been it's been interesting for me because obviously my kids are off, but the uh, the kids in England are still in. So um, so I've got mine at home doing doing work that's been set by school already. But Robert, it was the same for us. Like we, there were schools in Northern Ireland that were kids were crossing the border and going to school, but or, or vice versa. Um, and people were saying, well, can we not have a full unified 32 county? I'm not going to say go that political, but... Uh, <laughs> lift, go on, lift the rock. Go on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mark, are you there? I am. Yeah. How are you guys? How are you guys? Uh, are you, is your kids at home? Are you, are you homeschooling? Yeah, yeah, um, definitely homeschooling. Well, our kids are going to go online here this week. My oldest daughter went online yesterday. Their school went online yesterday. My other two, their school goes online on Monday. So, what are the ages of yours, Mark? How old are your kids? I know one's a teenager. Yeah, so my oldest is a junior in high school. She's sixteen. My son is thirteen. He's in eighth grade. And my youngest is in fifth grade. So three different schools, two different school districts. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. And are they ready? What are they going to start using? Like, I, I'm hearing loads of different platforms uh, across the states for different elementary schools and different age ranges. But what software are they going to start using? I've seen even secondary schools here using Instagram. And I'm thinking, now, that is definitely going to uh, have cause problems with the GDPR police. Yeah, they're they're using a lot of different stuff. I mean, Google Classroom and Hangouts obviously is a big thing for the schools because they're already using Google Docs in the Google environment. So um, a lot of them have that, and especially, you know, my youngest is, they're doing everything on Chromebooks. So- Do they Google get to take those home, the Chromebooks or no? Um, some of the schools have let them do that. Our kids didn't need to. Luckily, over the last couple of years, they've asked for computers for Christmas or birthdays or things. And so, you know, they all have laptops now. And so that has helped. Um, I know even our, you know, our churches stopped as well. So uh, my daughter's on like a core team for church for confirmation and things like that. And they're doing Zoom meetings for, for church. So um, that, that I really great question like i know my church has closed mark for the next two weeks and uh, like we we were actually supposed to get my my daughter roisin uh, baptized and that's been just postponed until further notice is the church actually meeting um no not now so the diocese i'm catholic so diocese orange uh they they stopped mass and until further notice so they're kind of on like the rome plan i guess right the church in italy closed down too so so do you do you give yourself your own communion and stuff like that? I don't know. How do, how do we do this? Yeah, yeah. Every every um, every morning at seven a.m. I uh, I speak in pig Latin and eat dry crackers and bad wine. So yeah. So wow, oh, that sounds like my every day. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> only only his cracker is a pop tart. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, hold up the pop tart again, though. Yes, that's right. 
It's um, crispy, crispy fried Jesus. Yes. <laughs> so that actually, that's a good point, Mark. I, I spent the last, actually, the four or five days with with our church, not Catholic here. So I guess I'm on the Protestant side. Yes. Um, and, be. Yeah. We're still, in the house. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I'm fine. We're um, still but, protesting. Still protesting. We're still, yeah, we're still. But there's a there's a there's a door somewhere with a with a list of of demands. Um, <laughs> no, no, we won't go. <laughs> but like last night, so last night we we streamed, uh, we streamed a service, Wednesday night service here in, in the states is a, is a thing, um, and then for the next two weeks, because again we're the same with with Mark, there's nothing, you know, no no congregating, right? So we're producing, right? We're producing. Uh, we typically will do three services, so we're producing one, making it go live, and after that we will probably do go back to streaming. So yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, Jason, I see you've changed to a villa background. Um, I've, never, I've never used this thing before, so Joe started <laughs> me off, and I thought, I'm going to have a play with this. Took me about two minutes to find it, though. Oh, uh, Jason, adopting <laughs> technology. Somebody tweet about that. <laughs> Michelle, why don't you talk me through it? I know. Well, <laughs> is, I would, but your eyes will glaze over. <laughs> and he's a VC guy, so usually they're three or four years behind anyway. Whoa. I did see that uh, one of Joe's guys, uh, Chi Hang Lo, he did a virtual prayer meeting for the Chinese Bible Mission Church last mm -hmm. night. So yeah, yeah. I mean, the churches are, are going virtual. I like that. Well, do you know what? I, I, I'm still halfway through writing a blog post. And I, as I write it, I keep on thinking of more and more stuff to put into paragraphs. But we were talking in the last episode about if this happened 10 years ago, what would we have done? And 10 years ago, I was doing pirate radio and uh, the, the little loophole of pirate, I don't know, more than 10 years ago, let's say it's, I'm, I'm getting old, it's probably about 15 or 16 years ago. But the loophole of doing pirate radio, and Rob will, will back me up on this, is in Ireland, if you said, oh, well, I have a religious broadcast going on, they sort of, at the time, gave a little leeway and then eventually shut you down. But that's what really you know, on my pirate radio station. But then as more pirate scene was big in Ireland, um, especially Dublin in the past, in the 15 years ago, um, but... <laughs> even local FM, low-powered FM transmitters were shut off in churches because they had links to other FM radio stations that were part radio stations that were playing music seven days a week and then just on the side using this little loophole to say that uh, but it's, it's so interesting that people are now embracing the fact that, okay, we can actually use something like Facebook Live, we can use something like Google Hangouts, and we can talk to our congregations. Well, I come from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Uh, that's Jimmy Swagger country. He oh, launched, baby. He launched his TV ministry in 1971. I was like a baby. <laughs> so yeah, we've been doing broadcasts. I turned 50 this year. Woo, what a year to turn 50. Mm. And now they're making me sequester from everybody. I don't know. I think it's very ageist. Ten, 10 years ago, if I wanted any religious experience and couldn't leave the house, I would have had to grab a Jehovah's Witness off my porch and drag him in my living room. So. <laughs> they they love to come and visit. 
Um, well, someone do the math on this for me. Uh, Apple stores closing across uh, the globe uh, for secure safety reasons, but they're still sending out like these secret like Scientology type of messages going, we're working on our new phone, but we're not going to tell you what it is. It's going to be big and um, it's going to be bigger than the Samsung. And uh, yeah, yeah. And we're going to have an extra camera where there was no camera before. Well, if Zeno is there for the uh, launch, that's winning right there. <laughs> Tie in the Scientology and the iPhone release. <laughs> Jason's Why giving me a better camera. I can't go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> Jason had the point there. Jason, I, I, talking about your background, um, and we're going to go into the sport end of things because. Uh, well, Chris Nito mentioned the fact that there is no sport, so we're going to end up just like playing like virtual chess or something uh, through Zoom calls. But is there any talks of the Premiership uh, going to be picked up? I'm, uh, one of my disciplines for home working is instead of eating at my desk, I go and watch the news for half an hour while I eat, um, which is typically Sky Sports news because normal news is bad news and depressing. Um, but it's really painful watching the 24-7 sports channel trying to cover sport with no sport to talk about. Uh, <laughs> and it's just, I've done, I'm absolutely tired of listening to the when are we going to start again, what's happening here. So they've killed the European Championship. No, European Championships is a year late and they're going to try and finish the Premier League. I think it will be behind closed doors. I, I, I believe so. I like I did I hear reports that it's worth a three billion pound industry, and then when you start breaking it down oh. with all the digital signage, Joe 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 wants to answer this question, do you? No, he's uh, going. No, I want to go goodbye, but I'll oh. tell you. About okay, go, okay. Digital signage doesn't work if there's no one walking around. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's out of the call. Thank there you, you go. Thank you. Mike drop. Mike drop. It's it's worth a, a three billion pound industry the for the Premiership between digital signage, shirt deals, football, they, you name it. You know, and when you break it down, you just see how it's worth three billion pounds. Well, yeah, it's it, even it, like today memorabilia and everything else. Yeah, absolutely. Getting, um, the the ten the ten percent drop on shirt on replica shirts. From when this, as as this gets scarier, I think they might be paying me to take a replica shirt in a couple of weeks. The ten percent drop each week. Uh, it was thirty percent off forty. It's now sixty percent off replica shirts at the moment. Right. Didn't hear about that, Jason. That's that's interesting. Um, we won't be for Liverpool, will it? You guys are alright. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can play anyway. It really put question on on European championships and wanting to travel abroad if, if this is going to be quarantined to different countries like Italy and Spain are getting it hit hard at the moment I I'm, I'm now I hate to say predictions but I think England were a bit too late making some lockdowns maybe they're going to be the next ones hit with with a big pandemic of this if we're not testing we'll never know yeah, well, but, well, well, uh, yeah, well, this, this, that's, that's, <laughs> I can't argue with that. Fine. <laughs> I just can't get over the not testing thing at the minute, but, um, 
yeah, we're not testing. We're not going to know where the hotspots are, where the big outbreaks are. Sky ran something on London, Birmingham, then Manchester or something this morning, but uh, I believe that's but that's only by the size of the city, so that doesn't really tell you much either. I predict that Kev Talbot's house will be a hot spot. I don't know why. It's just a feeling. It's just a gut feeling. Well, no, we actually, like joking aside, I don't know that, that some of you guys noticed that Dan has um, started quarantining himself. There was some thoughts that it might be inside the house, so he's in quarantine. Yeah. So let's let's send our best wishes there to, to him, and like let's hope that it's nothing too serious because you know. It, we may joke, but you know, when we have young kids in the house, you know, it's it's quite difficult to think of like being self-contained, working from home, having kids in the house, and then if one person in the house picks it up. I have to say, I, I'm single mom, so I'm kind of thinking. Generally, they're saying that the kids are not going to present severe, and let's hope that it is the case that, that no one's children get get so sick. But if I'm sick and I'm out of action, they can't get to where, where we are when we're not particularly close to many shops to get food or, um, and people are crazy. The, the shelves are literally empty of, um, of the most random things. Mm. Um, so, well, I had, I had just had my toilet roll delivered. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of thinking worst case scenario, I'm going to be selling it. So, um, I, I'm not worried about the toilet rolls, but in terms of food and, and, and other things, but my eldest today actually had a bit of a dip because he's now thinking he's got a really good friendship group and he's gone into school today. Um, and he said, well, mum, what if we can't actually meet? What if we can't actually um, see our friends if, if they do close the schools till September? Um, and I'm kind of trying to rein in their mental health now because the, the kids are actually my kids are very upbeat and they don't take things seriously, but I can kind of see that they're, they're starting to realize that they're going to be isolated mm -hmm. and that's just not their default setting. Um, no. But this, that brings me back to my point earlier about my wife, just getting the kids out on the streets, separated yeah. at a distance and just doing some exercises with them. And yeah. at first, we, we on our resonance WhatsApp group, like we, it started off as a joke, and then it's like, no, guys, let's go and do this because yeah. it's so. You've got to, yeah, you've got to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what will what type of uh, setup do you think your school will have if if they have to go down the route of teaching, or will they? Well, Ours have already, they've already sent us a, a spreadsheet and I think it was 30 or 40 different websites. They've got their online platforms to be using for all the different subjects. They were gearing up from the end of last week. So um, they were checking out that kids had access to um, internet at home. They were sorting out loan uh, equipment. So our school, I have to say, have been brilliant. Um, and I hope that that equity and that, that access is available for all kids. Um, and even down to that they've set up the the um, the canteen staff actually had volunteered before the go the, the government announcement to um, still go in and prepare meals for those children who are eligible for free school meals to have a takeaway service which blew me away yesterday absolutely blew me away when they announced that they do that for these families because it, it's it hits so many different parts of their actual absolutely. routine 
Very true. Very true. Now, what what part of England are you in? I, I never asked where you were. Dare from. I say, I'm on the edge of Essex. Okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. but I'm on the tube line, so um, it, it, it's also strange that all the tube lines are now closing. So. Well, um, I've seen pictures of Kevin McLaughlin posted up on Twitter of tubes in London being completely and utterly empty. And I, empty, I, was, thinking, yeah. I was thinking, Kevin, you better be just traveling for a, an important meeting or important reason. Because, yeah. like we were discussing this in the last podcast, what is dirtier, the London Underground or um, in New York subways? And it's I'd well, apparently, it's our keyboards and our mom, uh, and your mouse and your keyboard have more um, germs apparently than your toilet seat. So, <laughs> it's, um... well, it, it brings up a great point. I'm going to bring this to the higher ed idea that uh, a lot of faculty. We have a couple of loaner laptops. I put a load of screen wipes in. I put a load in, in all the bags before I left. Um, I've been spraying down keyboards and on laptops, but that. Rob, did that come as a concern to you guys? Oh, absolutely. Uh, so we've been trying to work out, because the university doesn't want to physically shut the campus, uh, and we've got resident students, you know, we've, we've got 5,000 students that live on campus. So uh, we've been trying to work out how we keep things like the open access PC areas going. Mm. Uh, so yeah, that that's something that we we've had to talk with our estate staff to say right every morning, can you clean everything? Uh, because we're not sure how it's going to work through the day. Uh, Do they have foggers that you could just go in and fog a room and then let it air out? Is that something like that available? No, not really. Uh, no, it's all uh, manual wiping. Not 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 simply to do that. So yeah. Uh, uh, what we're trying to do is sort of corral the students into into central areas like uh, the ground floor of the library has a lot of PCs on. So uh, we're trying to make sure that we just keep one area clean and safe to the students. So if you need to go, go into it, because at least we know we're, we're, that's under full service and we can clean things. Now, it's, it's bad though. It's, it's, it's hard trying to say to the students, well, don't go to these bits of the campus. Hmm. Now, Guys, you're in England. You're you're getting to the stage with with kids that they're going to be at home, uh, and also in the states. I know somewhat further apart in in the states, maybe for for uh, Tim, you might say that your 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 kids are far apart from their mates if they want to visit them and play with them or whatever. But I'll, I'll put it this way: Is there is there close mates on their street and will you let them play in each other's houses going forward? You're muted, Tim. <laughs> our, our neighborhood, sorry. <laughs> our neighborhood is, is got a lot of our, our kids, you know, uh, classmates. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, for the first couple of days, it's been, you know, we, we're just watching the area, right? We, our county just got the first uh, confirmed case. Um, and we're watching it and, and we're keeping an eye on it. Um, but you know, kids are going to be kids, um, and, and keeping them locked down and locked away is, is sometimes difficult, if not impossible. Um, especially at, at the ages that they are, I want them to go outside and play. How uh, old are yours? Uh, 11 and 13. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 11 and 13. Um, they like to ride Very their bike. Very social. Yeah. 
um, and, and getting the fresh air. Now, you know, when, you know, if, if we had a case, then yeah, absolutely. If there was a case in, in our school, certainly, you know, we would lock them down in, in for the two weeks. But as of right now, we're just being careful and watching everything. Jason, are, are you going to, have you got many kids on the street? Are you going to allow them out to play with other kids? I've got an added complication. I think I've already mentioned my wife runs a care home and um, she's an asthmatic too. Uh, uh, so um, they were supposed to, there was supposed to be a Taekwondo club last night and it was still on. Really? And, and right at the 10th hour, if you like, the wife and I got our heads together and decided they're not going. Right. Um, and um, I let him punch me um, just to just to, for a bit of excess energy expelling. Um, I'm just at the minute have this extra focus on making sure my wife doesn't catch this as well. She's, sure. she's critical to the well-being of the care home. She's critical to the well-being of me. Um, and um, we she's in the risk category as well. So I'm, I'm just really carefully balancing that too so honestly we're kind of getting ready for either divorce or three months of madness uh, one one or the other is going to come we've threatened both yeah. um, so um but she she's not minding kids now is she jason no it's going to be mostly me because there's there's always an incident at work she was supposed to be out two days off now and she's gone to pick up a late now, um, this today. So I, I dropped her off there before, um, about an hour ago, a couple of hours ago. Um, and I, I'm picking most of the slack up. We, we're all fortunate with what we do. Most of my work's going to be handled here. Yeah. Um, we've, I've just ordered a desk from Amazon to, so I can have kids in different parts of the house while we exercise some learning disciplines. Don't want them near each other. We'll try and balance it with some other stuff that they do as well. So when it comes to physical education time, they'll go for a run around the block and then they'll come back here. I get an hour of doing stuff. Um, we've preemptively cancelled our holiday as well. So um, we're, we're just gearing up to, for better times. If I go ahead. I was just going to say, so, so many of us have got kids that are kind of similar age group. We quickly can get our heads together and set them a little task and get them talking, get them doing something like this, maybe together, uh, and yeah. just see how that works out. Hmm. We, um, the other, my daughter's currently obsessed with the Rubik's Cube, and the other day she spent oh. an hour on with Kev. Um, him here, her here, him there. Uh, getting her to nearly complete it in the end I had to kick her off because I had some work to do but she will dial in and it got me to think that there's a bunch of expertise and a bunch of books yeah, that there's something there's an opportunity here where you could you could break away and just go and sit and make a couple of phone calls while somebody and somebody else entertains my kids well do you know what I'm going to do a big shout out now to the guys at HubSpot especially in HubSpot in Dublin one employee actually did that. He put on a magic hat, got a load of balloons, inflated them, made shamrocks in his own home office and entertained the kids via Zoom, for, or I think it was Zoom, yes, via Zoom for about 30 minutes while mom and dad literally got their shit together and actually made lunch or was feeding their kids or whatever. Get, get lunch done, get laundry done, and also working from home, 
this guy just said, you know what, I'm going to do this. And I thought that was brilliant. So I think I, I didn't get, get that guy's name. I will put it up on the show notes. But I just thought that's someone thinking outside the box. I get deeper into this. If you look at the data that our government's working towards, we're not at the peak yet. So we're, we're another Italy waiting to happen. Um, so um, when we get to the peak, it's going to be worse and we're going to be more insane and, and more ready for divorce and all that other stuff. So um, Trust me, it's not a bad thing. What were you going to say, Rob? I don't wish that on anyone. <laughs> I was going to say it's been interesting to 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 watch what we what we've been doing and what we've been planning for. In that, if I've put the amount of effort in the last uh, week to get this this process going, so that we're we're working more like this, I'm damn sure I'm not going to go back. I'm not I'm not going to put all that effort in for it to then say, oh, we just go back to what we were doing. That's not going to happen anymore. We, we put that effort in, we're going to stop. Well, I've been saying to my management for ages, I do a 50-minute commute every day in an, one, 50 minutes each way, and that's public transport. If I'm traveling by car, it's a two-hour journey into work, and sometimes I'm sitting in my office and go, I could have done absolutely everything I did today from home, working remotely. I'm seeing my toddler, I'm seeing my baby more, apart from the times I'm doing podcasts like this and my wife is probably giving out to me in the corner, but I am seeing my children more. I'm getting so much more fresh air because we're going on walks and we're allocating time. I think this is going to make it healthier, not just Ireland, but global. People are getting out on walks. People have to get out on walks because they've been driven demented by their children. They're getting out on walks. I'll, I'll give you a great example. On our state broadcast, RTE News, they did a little bulletin last night on our news where they were complaining about, well, actually, Wicklow Mountain team were complaining about everyone went to Glendalough in County Wicklow on St. Patrick's Day, and they weren't keeping the social distance away from each other because they were using the mountain path and please keep a distance while you're going hill walking. I don't know the answer to that, but at least they're getting fresh air and they're going out exercising. That's what the way I was thinking of it. I don't want to kick up. Mark, uh, you're, you're back on, on screen now. Um, are you going to keep your kids in, indoors? Yeah, well, not necessarily indoors. We're allowed to go outside. Um, you know, the, the, from everything that everybody said, the virus doesn't really live in the air that well unless you're, you know, get coughed on by somebody and get particulates from them, right? So no, no real risk to being outside. Um, what we did have, we actually had this conversation last night because um, everybody's starting to get a little, little antsy uh, being close together, you know, five of us in the house. And, um, you know, my daughter has a boyfriend, my oldest does, and so she hasn't been able to see him. And so... Well, we've, we have, um, we have implemented kind of that quarantine from friends and other people, um, mostly because it's been, you know, it hasn't been two weeks since they locked everybody down yet. Um, kids go to different schools. They're in different social circles. My daughter's boyfriend goes to a completely different school and, and is around different people. And so if you think of like this multiplication effect of who you're exposed to, um, we just feel like, Hey, you've already been exposed to all the people at your school. Why be exposed to all the people at his school too? 
um, and multiply those chances. So, you know, my son uh, didn't get to go to a birthday party that was uh, where they did indoor skydiving. There were only six kids. Everything had been supposedly sanitized down. His mother's a healthcare worker, um, was wiping down the party bus and the limo they were taking and all these things. And he looked forward to it to month for months. And we had to have that hard conversation. So we've, um, we have distanced ourselves. Um, we have had the unfortunate, you know, uh, experience of seeing a, a close family member who ended up having the flu and a complication with pneumonia intubated lately and oh. visited somebody in the hospital that's on a respirator and a ventilator and paralytics and pretty much in a coma trying to recover from, you know, pneumonia from the flu. Um, that's what happens with Corona. So I think we've just seen it. We've seen exactly what this looks like, although it's not the coronavirus. We've seen exactly what it looks like and it's not fun. And mm -hmm. so we've just, um, as a family said, you know what, like, we're really going to take this seriously and, and keep the distance if we can. And then, you know, yesterday at work, we kind of had this, our work policy has been work from home if you want, the office is open if you want, do what you're comfortable with. Um, yesterday, we kind of moved that to, if you're going to come into the office, it's to grab a file, it's to use the plotter, it's to do X, Y, Z that you can't do from home, but otherwise, please be in and out and don't, don't come in and sit in the office for six hours. Um, so, you know, we've been tackling it on the home front and on the management front at work. Um, Cause I think, you know, everybody's got their own, everybody's got their own filter that they filter this through. We all have our own personal experiences and for some people it's no big deal. And for other people um, it hits very close to home. And then there are a lot of people that somewhere in between and so um, I think as a, as a business, what people were saying was, depending on which manager delivered the message, their filter kind of came through. So certain teams felt like they had to come in, even though the message was, you don't have to come in. Uh -huh. um, and other teams just, you know, pieced out, you know, on day one. So um, anyways, it, it, it's interesting, you know, it's one of those interesting things, but the only way to really, like I said, if you don't present for 14 days or whatever, any type of symptoms, then, you know, that, that initial window, every one of those social interactions is hundreds of people, right? Like we used to talk about AIDS and, and yep. being about your sexual life and stuff and exposing yourself to everybody's partners. And that was a big deal. And we do that multiplication and all of a sudden you see how at risk you are. You, you have the same thing with this really, if you, if you don't know who's sick and who's not. So anyways, it, it's been interesting. Now I, I have to ask, all the American guests on here at the moment. Um, your healthcare system is completely different to England and Ireland. At least we know that we can go in and get tested. We have drive-through test centers. Our Irish sports, the GAA, has turned into a drive-through test facility. I've heard a stat, and I don't know how true it is, that it costs, costs thousands of dollars just to get tested over in the States. Is that true? It, it depends on if you, I mean, everybody's supposed to have insurance, right? So um, it's not supposed to be that way. They're saying that the test is what, $1,300 or something wow. like that it would cost to test somebody. Um, I don't know anybody who's paid $1,300 for a test. I don't know that anybody on this phone does. Um, I, I don't think this, the system isn't, um, the system isn't bad. The thing that, the thing that, you know, there are two main things I think. So, you know, one, it's all, it's all private, right? So it's not, it's not government provided. Um, private 
if you go to your own doctor, it depends on what they have. There aren't a lot of tests here. Um, they're really not te testing people that aren't in a age bracket that requires them to have, or that I guess uh, means that they're highly at risk for dying, right? Okay. So people go to Cedars-Sinai, if they're presenting flu, flu symptoms, they're not going to get a test. If you're 12 years old, you're not going to get a test. Right. Okay. Because nobody under 20 has been hospitalized with this, right? So yeah. it's just not going to happen. So they, they take the risk factor and, and they're rationing tests right now because we don't have a lot. Um, but I mean, I think the major problem is, and, and again, like going back to the other thing and not this whole scare tactic thing, but I was, re we, we've done like a lot of reading on it. You know, in the, in the United States, there are about a million hospital beds, actually little under 925,000 hospital beds in the United States, right? And if you think about this thing spiking, if 1% of the population got it, um, or, you know, 10% of the population got it and 10% of that actually had to go to the hospital, all of a sudden you have 3 million people that need to be somewhere. That's true. And, and then, you know, and 600,000 of those beds already have people in them. So really you, you end, in a, end up in a 10X situation with people that need beds. And that's what happened with Italy, right? They're beds in tents, beds in the hallways. Mm. You, you run out of beds real well, quick. I'm here. The NHS in England are are taking over hot, oh, sorry, hotels that aren't being used. Gary Neville's offered up his hotel, hasn't he? He has. He has. Yes, that's true. He has offered up his hotel and saying that he's going to pay all the staff that that's off still as well. So it's it's an interesting time for that. I think we have to sort of draw this to a close by talking about AB gives back and there's some great social media posts coming out about AB gives back. Tim, you've been you've been pushing this hard. Um, what what's the best ones you've seen? Uh, honestly, it's it's the assistance, right? For folks that haven't done this before. Um, and and Mark's done it. I think Mark, first place I saw was Mark did it on on Facebook on on LinkedIn. Um, where you just say, look, you know what? This is what we do for a living, guys. Um, all of you have wondered for years what it is that we do. This is kind of what we do, right? So, so let me help you, uh, my kids' teacher, or our, our kids, or our parents, or, or our sisters and brothers who suddenly find themselves in the in a need for figuring this out. All right, it, it's walking people through an uncomfortable and an unfamiliar situation to to make them feel as normal as possible. Right? This is already an anxiety laden situation that all of us are in. Right? Uh, some of us are in more than others. It depends on where you are in the world and, and, and how and what your government's doing and, and, and as far as, as regulations and, and where you can go. So let's let's help each other kind of walk through this and help those that are outside the industry make them feel, you know, a little more comfortable uh, in this situation. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Mark, what have you had any interesting uh, people? I'll just I'll rephrase that question. Have you had any people call you up and saying, oh, I have no idea how to turn on a computer to get my child to to join in in an educational setting online? Yeah, well, yeah. So we've had a lot of people in our in our group, you know, people saying, hey, I'm still doing some business networking. Is Hangout the best way to do that or should be using something else, right? Or um, I had one of my project managers last night on our construction side of our team say, hey, my, my wife works with a bunch of teachers and they're having to go online and they don't know what that looks like. Um, you know, what type of equipment should they have at home or, you know, can you help with some advice on what they would need to buy? And, 
and said, yeah, it really depends on what they want to do. If they're standing in front of a chalkboard and doing like a class in an empty classroom, they're going to need different equipment than if they're just sharing their screen and doing a webinar type uh, classroom, right? So um, yeah, I am starting to get a lot of those questions and, you know, people are like, oh, this could be a big opportunity for your group. This could be a big opportunity. For your group. And it, oh, it feels so slimy to hear um, that. And so, you know, with my, with my marketing team, they're really good at pr producing content. Um, and so we're actually starting to produce some content right now. We put out a video, we did a video yesterday, um, putting together a book on stuff to buy. And we're just going to give part numbers and pieces and give all the information. And if people like to procure stuff themselves, great. And if, if not, um, you know, we're really looking at just being a pass through for some of these things and saying, Hey, here's a kit in a box really not making any money on it. But if you want to save the time of searching all this stuff on Amazon, whatever, we guarantee the price is probably pretty close to what you're going to buy somewhere else. And, and we'll do the dirty work for you and send you something so you guys can get back up. And so, um, you know, that's the kind of stuff I'm looking at and, and just looking at things like this morning, you know, like I have this, this ring light on, we did this impromptu meeting and, you know, if I didn't have this light on and I'm in my home office this is what I look like. Right. And yeah. so a lot of people don't understand like something that costs, you know, $30 or $25 may make a big difference in, in how they present. Um, you know, Melissa Delman told me about something called web around. I don't know if you guys have heard of that, but it's a, a green screen that straps to the back of your chair. Oh, big uh, yeah. yeah. goes behind your square and now you use your zoom virtual background and it, you know, doesn't blur out or, so, you know, we're looking at a lot of things like that, like just let's put together a resource guide for people and, and say, hey, if you want to buy it at close to cost, give us a call, find it on your own, go ahead, but we'll put it in a box for you. So I think we're, we are getting the questions and I'm trying to figure out a way that we become just a resource and not a profit center for that type of thing. Um, and I, know, I, think, I think that's that's the key thing, but I think, Mark, that not just in the AB industry, globally, people are going to remember different companies that went beyond the means to do different things. I'm going to give a great example here. Jameson's Distillery in Ireland has stopped producing Jameson's whiskey. Well, maybe they cut back on producing Jameson's whiskey. We still need the whiskey to keep ourselves going with all these kids, but they're doing all alcohol gel instead, which is, I just thought, like reading that in the Irish Times this morning, there's a distillery thinking outside the box what do people need they need alcohol gel they're producing this by the the book load for hospitals because hospitals need it right now and um, brew dog are doing it as well justin are they yeah yeah brew dog in scotland are doing it as well and that's for you jason are, are you getting getting a lot of questions from uh, teachers parents you name it no, because I'm, I'm socially distant from people. Um, well, I was talking to um, a, a press guy earlier about how I heard a story about DBLA took 10 days to um, mobilise their workforce to home working. And uh, because of what we did, we did it in half a day. And somebody wants to try and turn that into a story. I don't know whether it will. Um, then uh, the, the, there's that. Um, I know the head of our primary school very well. If she wants, she could reach out to me at any time. Um, used to be a governor there. Um, yeah, the I think the, the, there's a little lesson to learn from Microsoft giving away their licensing. Mm. When you when you give it away, you break it. Um, yeah. And 
um, you've got to retain the credibility of your solutions as well. Mm. Um, because Microsoft have given it away and pissed off their clients a little bit because we're paying for this and it's gonna be they've weakened the proposition by doing it. Yeah, uh, had have you had many requests by different teachers, parents, other? No, I'm I'm hiding in, in the land of writing tenders though where everybody else is thinking I still have my headlines. <laughs> they're, still, they're still looming, so I've got my head very much stuck uh, amongst. This. So this is a really nice bit of respite for me. Um, I have a. To be honest, I've kind of been doing it anyway. Where people, friends, uh, family, where if they've wanted to make connections, my sister's currently. Um, in fact, my sister's been isolated for a while. She has cancer, and um, so she's been in quite a fragile state anyway. And um, we've we've set up things for her. Uh, my mum's 86 and is actually staying with us and they're both cocooned, um, unable to see the rest of us, but it just gives us peace of mind that they can contact us, they can, they've got a little camera um, and they're, they're able to actually see, mum's able to see the grandchildren. It, it's those kind of things that actually make people feel that they're connected and, and they're not completely isolated. Mm. I think where mobile phones are useful as well with FaceTime, um, People are already shifting. It, it's much easier for them to make that um, that shift anyway. But it's just nice that if you've got a proper camera and you're not actually having to sit there holding your hand, your, your phone, um, it, it's a nicer experience for them. It's a bit. It's it's actually more natural. I'm I'm waiting to hear which mobile phone company or which cell phone company will come out and say, you know what, we're just giving free calls. <laughs> Like we're talking about mental health, and yes, we're using social. We're we're using uh, FaceTime, and we're we're using WhatsApp or whatever. But you know what? Why hasn't a mobile phone company just come out and said, you know, some people, some old people, might not know how to use FaceTime or WhatsApp to virtually see people. We're trying to teach these people, but in the meantime pick up the phone, make the call, and we're not going to charge you for it. Has any, I don't have anyone I've done that yet. Voice calls are free anyway, aren't they? They're yeah. only charging you for data. Yeah, well, that's true too, Jason. Yeah, well, especially, I, I see in England that they're, they're doing that type of thing. Uh, Rob, have you had any interesting uh, calls or queries from people that you wouldn't have heard before? Well, Oh, oh lo loads and loads, but I, I think my favourite one uh, has been, we've, we've been gearing up for about a week, 10 days. Um, so we've had a few of our very um, maths uh, lecturers uh, try to make the, I want to stand at a board and do this so that the, the students can see it. Uh, type presentations and then have realized that it's really hard work to get the students to understand that if they're not there. Yeah. Uh, so they've then come back fairly quickly afterwards and gone, actually, I need to change the way this works. And I think that's been really good that they've realized that the audience is different for online than in person. Yes. And I think that that's been a huge revelation for some of the academic staff. I think I think a lot of the old I'm not gonna name names of ones that I have found clunky with regards to virtual meeting in higher ed, but I believe that a lot of these softwares 
now you will have teachers come back and go, I wasn't able to do X, Y, or Z. Why doesn't your software do X, Y, yeah. or Z? And there's going to be a lot of applications updated because of this. I've got 23 items on my lessons learned document so far, and we've only been running since yesterday morning fully. Mm. Uh, there are 23 things that I now need to raise with the rest of my colleagues to say, ah, here are the things that are all there now feeding back to us that we need to think about. Yeah. It's, really useful. It's, it, it's baptism by fire, but it's been very, very useful. That's the key thing. It has been baptism apart for everyone. You know, uh, like Zoom offers a free account to higher ed and like I applied for my sister as a principal in a primary school here and I've been helping her through bits and pieces but like that um i sent away the request through her domain saying please can we have this 40 minute lift lifted and i said i just inundated with requests because no one's come back yet but they don't offer the dial-in feature they're actually telling people by email please use voice over ip and uh, please use a headset and don't be trying to Bring down our network with telephone calls, I guess. Uh, my my favourite story that I've heard this week. This was day one uh, of because we, we, our campus is still open. So one of my colleagues fielded the call uh, from one of our academic colleagues that said, uh, "Oh, I've come into the office because it's easier for me to work in the office, but I haven't got a webcam or a microphone, um, so I, I can't really do any sort of recording to make materials for the for the students." He said, "Oh, well, you know, it's quite busy. We can't get you anything at the moment, but let's see if we can find you another option." Said, well, I've got it on my laptop, but I've left that at home. So my colleague said, well, um, <laughs> could you not have brought it into the office? He said, oh, I didn't think of that. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not complicated, surely. Yes. <laughs> Guys, I think we're going to have to leave it there. Surprisingly, out of a show that we described as where will the children play, we didn't have any children in this program for, for change. Um, but I'm sure that's going to happen because uh, as of next week, when England closed down their schools and um, we're, we're losing the will to live, I'm sure we could have a children's <laughs> special where they take over the programme. You, yeah, you can have them. You can have them. <laughs> I'm not sure you want my little one. <laughs> I, I, might, I might convert them to Liverpool though, Jason. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. And Joe's gone, so he can't say anything about it. <laughs> quite happy, I have to say. They're quite no, useful. He keeps asking me about that because the Premier League meet today and he's got this entirely optimistic attitude. It's going back to normal. And... Yeah. Uh, they, they've already, well, a friend of mine works uh, in their central offices and they look like they're going to be out till the 30th of April, the, the earliest. Wow. Okay. Uh, interesting times ahead. I, I'd say, I say we ha we have a couple more weeks of this, guys. At least I I say we're we're not going back to work until after Easter, by the looks of things. Uh, I have been told to stay at home, work at home until further notice. Mm. Well, so, so, long as, so long as they keep on putting a salary in 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 my bank oh, account, I don't mind. You know, I don't mind. Um, other than that, I have to find a way of making this podcast profitable. Uh, <laughs> Jason's in the same boat as me. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, yeah, I've got a couple of plans, but 
Um, we're going to leave it there. Uh, guys, thank you so much for joining in once again. Um, and if, if, if we have uh, the ability or the want to do this again in a, in a week or two's time and, and see how we're getting on and maybe bring the kids in just for the laugh and, and see what how let them describe how their homework plans are going along <laughs> as, as daddy or mommy homeschools them. Um, yeah, for what you wish for. I know, well, we, we already have it in our... The All Things Techie Podcast is a product of the Extreme Media Network. For advertising and sponsorship opportunities, please visit www.extrememedia.ie. That's X-T-R-E-M-E, media.ie.